Welcome to Living the Dream Podcast. Do you dream of turning your side hustle into a full-time creative business? You're not alone. Andrea is an artist and owner of Stuck on Snark, a small business that specializes in, well, snark. She's working on turning her dreams into reality, and you're invited along for the ride. Learn the ins and outs of running a small craft business, and don't make the same mistakes Andrea did. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, and welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. I'm Andrea, and I'm a small business owner, artist, and apparently podcaster. I'd like to tell you that I had this magical moment where I suddenly realized that I was meant to start a business. Sorry, Cupcake, the magic didn't happen. I just kind of started. I'd describe it as this nagging sensation. I created a sticker for my boyfriend to give to a coworker, and then I thought, maybe I could make stickers and sell them online. I went to a flea market and I thought, it would be so cool to be one of these people selling at the flea. Finally, I just took the plunge and created some stickers. It felt like it happened all at once, but really, it had been building for a while. This feeling of needing to do something more. So how do you know if you're quote unquote ready to start a business? There's no definitive checklist, but I'm gonna tell you the five ways that I knew I was ready to turn my art hobby into a business. Number one, you love to create. This one is important because you're gonna to need to transition from doing your hobby when you feel like it to living, breathing, and dreaming your business. If you're just lukewarm about your hobby or the idea of starting a business, maybe push pause for a second to reassess. Business is not a hobby, so you need to be prepared to put in the effort in order to be successful. If you don't care about making money or sales, then it might be best to stick with the hobby. You don't have to start a business. There's this idea floating around that you have to make money from everything. That's bullshit. You can just do something for fun. If you love to craft or create and it makes you happy, you can just do the thing. You don't need to monetize it or tell the world about it unless you want to. So make sure the passion is there before you start the business wheels turning. I hesitate to use the word passion because it's a loaded term. Everyone talks about finding your passion and that puts a lot of pressure on folks and makes it seem like we all need to find the one thing. Again, bullshit. You don't have to have been born with a love of crocheting to start a successful crochet business. It's okay if you just discovered you really love ceramics and want to start a business for your pottery. It doesn't have to be your entire identity or your calling. You just have to love it enough to be okay with putting in the work. Speaking of, <laughs> number two, you're cool with focusing all your time and attention on the business. This business thing is not easy. Focusing on something you love makes it feel easier, but it's still a lot of work. It takes time and your growth will be proportional to the amount of time you can spend on your business. If you don't have a ton of time, don't worry. You can still run a successful business, but you'll need to get creative and work your ass off in the chunks of time you do have available. If you're like me, you've got a day job that you need to pay the bills. Fortunately, other than the occasional freelance gig, I have most evenings free to work on my business. If you've got kids or social obligations, you're just gonna have to squeeze in biz stuff whenever you can. I get up early and create new products before I start work for the day. 
Luckily, I work from home, so I've got plenty of time since I don't need to get ready or commute. I also leverage my lunch breaks. There's tons of little nuggets of time that all add up if you can stay focused and committed. I don't know about you, but I love to plan. <laughs> I've created schedules for myself so I know when I'm working on the business and on what tasks and when I'm doing other things. Sit down with a calendar and really look at what you're doing and at what times. If the workday is off limits, can you squeeze in an hour of work in the mornings or evenings? Be honest with your friends and family that you're working on a new project and need to carve out some time to focus. If they don't totally suck, they should be understanding and supportive. And while we're on the topic of friends and family, number three, you are prepared to talk about your business to everyone. And I mean everyone. Now, I'm not talking about messaging that girl you went to high school with and haven't spoken to in 15 years. We're not those people. But you are your number one advocate. And in the beginning, when no one knows your business exists, it's your job to tell people about it. I get that it's scary as hell. It's so easy to feel like an imposter and that telling people about your business will only make it that much harder if you fail. But here's the thing. You're not going to fail. That's not an option. You can quit if you decide that business isn't for you, but you cannot fail. The only way you fail is if you don't try because you're scared. If you make a product that you love and put it out into the world, you're already successful and you're miles ahead of the people you're worried about telling. Chances are no one is going to make fun of you for starting a business. They might have questions, concerns, or the like, but most people aren't going to be mean about it. And if they are, well, fuck them straight to hell. You don't need those people and they're just plain wrong. People who are mean to others about pursuing their dreams likely have some deep-seated inferiority complex about not being brave enough to follow their own dreams. So fuck them. Ignore those people and do your damn thing. Tell anyone who will listen about your new business. Don't be annoying or spammy, like the girl in your Facebook messages, but you owe it to your future customers and yourself to tell everyone you meet about your business at least once. How will they buy from you if they don't know you exist? And that brings us to number four. You're comfortable with learning or hiring. At the beginning of your business journey, you're probably going to be running a solo operation. Maybe your partner or a friend will help you pack some orders, but you're probably on your own for the most part. That means that not only are you the creator, but you're also in charge of marketing, finances, sales, IT and web design, and so much more. So you're going to need to be resourceful in learning how to do all these things the right way. And if you're not, or don't have the time to, you're going to need to hire someone to do it. These things don't have to break the bank, but they may require you to forego a shopping trip or two to make it work. You can hire someone to design a website for you or get your accountant's uncle to set you up a bookkeeping spreadsheet. So far, I've done it all myself. With very few exceptions, I make the products, I create the social media content, I run the website and shop, and I man the booth at craft shows. I even edit this damn podcast because I like having no free time. Sarcasm? Anyone? But that's because I have a major shopping addiction and I'm usually broke. <laughs> that's not to say I haven't spent money on my business. I'm literally hemorrhaging money as we speak. But I haven't done a lot of outsourcing. And that's fine. If you like learning how to do things and are okay with fucking things up a lot, then feel free to DIY it until you've got some legit profits flowing in. 
I'm going to go into way more depth on this stuff in later episodes, but in the meantime, I'll give you a rundown of the tools I use to DIY my business. I design all my products by hand and then play around with them in Adobe Photoshop and Illustrator because I luckily have a subscription through my freelance job. I print my own stickers and cut them out using a Cricut machine. My website is run on Squarespace. I used to have WordPress, um, which is a very popular choice, but I kept breaking shit and I was so sick of it. So I moved over to Squarespace and I love it. I designed my logo and all my social media and website graphics using Canva Pro, which is cheap and literally the best thing in the world. I use ShipStation, which hooks up to my Squarespace site to print shipping labels for all my orders. For shipping supplies, sticker paper, and all that jazz, I mostly use Amazon, although I'd like to explore more sustainable, less Jeff Bezos-y options in the future. I run my entire business out of the spare bedroom office in my apartment. I share the room with my boyfriend, but I've slowly been taking over. You don't need a dedicated studio or thousands of dollars to start a business. You need some money, but what you need more is dedication, creativity, and the willingness to learn and make mistakes. For some perspective, I just checked my Amazon Prime business account, and since starting to use it, I've spent $2,412.11. That's a little gross. (laughs) That doesn't include what I purchased using my normal Amazon account before I signed up for Business Prime, or my excessive trips to Michael's or my Etsy purchases. To some people, that might seem like a lot, and to others, not so much but you definitely don't have to spend as much as I have. I've done a lot of trial and error and I like to experiment with new services and products. Also, did I mention I have a shopping problem? Anyway, number five, you better be ready to work. Like I said, business is hard work. It's not always fun. I lucked out because I love creating art and managing social media accounts and working craft shows, but there's some parts of the business that I don't love, like accounting and SEO. I weirdly hate SEO, but I still have to do this stuff. Even if the thought of posting on social media or talking to customers at a market fills you with dread, you still have to do it or think of a really creative way around it. I'll say it again. Business is not a hobby and you can't treat it like one. You have to treat it like your second job, complete with a schedule that you stick to and tasks that you're expected to complete. If your friend wanted to go for drinks in the middle of the workday, you wouldn't be able to say yes because your boss would rip you a new one. Well, for this business, you're the boss, so you have to be willing to hold yourself accountable for getting shit done even when you don't feel like it. That's not to say you can never go out with your friends again. It's all about balance. Don't make yourself miserable, but... A lot of the time, you're going to have to make the hard choice and decide whether your dream of running a business is worth missing out on some happy hours. If running a business isn't that important to you, then maybe just stick with crafting as a hobby. That's okay. Don't make me do the spiel again. So what do you think? Is starting a business right for you? You'll never feel ready, trust me. But if you think hard about your goals and what you love and are willing to do, and it turns out that starting a creative business is the right choice for you, then... I'll be here to support you. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about how to set up a web shop for your business so you can get started with selling your products. Not there yet? That's okay too. This is the fun part before the hard work begins. Figure out what you love making and if it's something that anyone wants to buy. We'll go over all the details, so stay tuned. All right, that's it for me today, but I hope to see you back next time. 
Love you lots. Bye. Thanks for listening. If this episode inspired you or made you smile, consider leaving us a review or screenshot the episode and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag Stuck on Snark so we can say thank you. See you next time.